where three women with names discuss movies that are about something other than a man. Paid in Puke is hosted by Amy Green, Christina Barr, and Jessica Baxter. It's also a spoiler-filled free-for-all. You've been warned. Um, so, on today's episode, <laughs> we're taking a bite out of David Slade's 2005 film... I always have to do a stupid pun, I'm sorry. Uh, out of David Slade's 2005 film Hard Candy, starring Elliot Page in his breakthrough role. It wasn't his first role, he was in a bunch of Canadian TV shows before then. <laughs> Hard Candy tells the story of a 14-year-old girl who meets up with a much older man, who she meets on the internet, on the web, sorry. <laughs> and, she, <laughs> and she goes back to his place and ends up getting revenge for all the young girls who were there before her. Jeff? Haley. He just doesn't really look like the kind of guy who has to meet girls over the internet. <laughs> well, I think it's better to meet people online first. Get to know what they're like inside. You work as a photographer, you find out real quick. People's faces lie. Does my face lie? <laughs> that is so good. Do you, do you want some? Sure. Hmm. <laughs> You look older than you are, and you certainly act older than you are. Really? I'm reading, um, Romeo and Juliet. It's a ninth grade book, but I figured I could have it done before the school year starts. Didn't know you are interested in that kind of thing. You thought since we've been chatting for three weeks that you knew everything about me? These were all shot here? My house is in my studio. I recognize this girl. The things you do wrong, they haunt you. This is officially sick. I have never hurt anyone! It's just so easy to blame a kid. Who are you? My time is over. Now it's time to wake up. Elliot was 17 years old in this movie, but he's very believable 14-year-old mm-hmm. with that baby face. And I also like the implication that Haley's actually maybe older, too. We don't know. Oh, okay. But yeah. The way we're going to talk about Elliot on the pod is, so the character in the film, Haley, is a girl. Elliot's playing a girl. So when we talk about the actor, Elliot, we'll use he, they pronouns. And when we talk about Haley, we can use she pronouns because that's Haley's identification. So this is our first Elliot Page movie we've done on the pod. But we will do our absolute best to respect their preferred pronouns. So that said... This movie holds up like, whoa. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty sad, but also I kind of just want to get right into this segment that I can't believe we're already back to called Why Are You Pulling My Dick? Veronica, why are you pulling my dick? 
Yeah. Yeah, let's get right into that. Uh, Uh, When I was looking for think pieces on this, I came across Roger Ebert's original review for this movie, and it is perplexing, to say the least. Let me just read a couple of choice quotes. On another level, it plays into the classic porno scenario in which a dominating female torments her victim. We disapprove We disapprove yeah. of what she's doing to him, but in a sense, he was asking for it because her evidence against him is persuasive. While it tells its horrifying parable about pedophilia, isn't it dealing at the same time with sexually charged images some audience members will find appealing? What are you trying to tell us, Roger Ebert? I know, that is <laughs> insane. Like, where do I start? First of all, do not speak for me. Like, right? We, we no. clearly are on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. Yuck. I mean, it makes me feel like, did he not watch to the end or not watch the beginning? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Did he miss a significant like, portion I, of his movie somehow? I don't have any sense. Even when in the beginning, when you just think it's a 32-year-old man hooking up with 14-year-old girls, mm-hmm. that's that's enough. There's no, right. there's right. no gray area to me there. But then at the end, you know, there's a girl who's missing... And at the end, at the very least, he watched somebody kill her and wanted to take pictures. I didn't kill her. I just watched. Don't want to take pictures. But he wouldn't let me. He was me and another guy. I didn't do it, I swear. I'll tell you his name. And I hope you find him. I hope you find him. I know his name. Jeff. You know, it's funny. Aaron told me you did it before he killed himself. It's pretty clear to me, like, he's the bad guy. Yeah. I'm not horrified by anything she does to me. The pedophile, either murderer or watch murder. You know what I mean? Like, yes. <laughs> what's going and on, Really, most of what she's doing is fucking with his head. That's most of what she does. The only actual harm you could maybe claim that she does to him is, like, drugging him if that is considered harm, but that's just obviously because she's much smaller than him, so she can get the upper hand. And then maybe clamping mm-hmm. his balls. He never actually, she does. I feel like people are just, and this is interesting, I stopped reading reviews because I kept just coming across all these reviews by men in 2005 who were, like, talking about how her pretending to castrate him was the most fucked up thing ever. Like, (laughs) my God, why are men so attached to their balls? I'm all here. I'm all here. Yeah. It's not even his dick. It's his balls. He could still, you can still get an erection if you don't have your balls. Well, can you? you? I'm not sure. I think. I don't know. Sure. Sure you can. Okay. I mean, I, that I thought that was, like, a thing. It makes you impotent. Does it make you impotent? I does think it? it does, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that's, like, where testosterone comes from. Can't. Doesn't it really, like, people with, <laughs> men with prostate cancer. You're going to get some fun Google history. Get your pros, if you get your prostate removed or yeah, something, with that, that makes prostate, you impotent, impotent, too. Yeah. Here it is. <laughs> Without both testicles, a man's body is unable to produce testosterone. He might become less interested in sex and might experience erection difficulties. Some men decide to have testosterone replacement therapy. Okay. So, oh. 
No, it doesn't fuck up your life. It just makes it a little bit more inconvenient for you to get a boner. Right. Which I think is probably a good thing for a pedophile. Right. <laughs> but it is interesting, though, like how he, so, I mean, clearly it strikes a chord, you know, because he is really begging and it's like, you can do anything to me and I'll go to prison or whatever. Like, yeah. just don't take my balls. Anything, please. Please don't do this. <sighs> Anything, piss on me, fucking feed me glass. I don't care, do whatever you want. I'll tell the cops I did whatever you want, please. Just, 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 I'll do whatever you want. Anything, please. Please, anything. balls obviously but i can't think of a situation where someone's removing part of my body and i'm like no 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 i'll do anything you can do anything to me like right. well, there's a lot of stuff you can't do <laughs> maybe the equivalent would be cutting off my tits or something i know i was gonna say that but i'm like well maybe for me that's not big deal. <laughs> but i don't know i mean just some kind of dismemberment female genital mutilation happens all the time in certain countries i mean i would not want you to take my clit away yeah i still can think of worse things you could do you know whereas it mm-hmm. seems like he really seems Seems like no, do anything. anything he literally else. says, he literally "Do anything, says yeah, do anything else," including saying he'll go to prison. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You're not thinking this through. I know, but then I really like her response, which is, "Going to prison is not going to be a big deal for you." And that line about Roman Polanski. Oh, we'll get oh, meaningful yeah. passages, but yeah. like, who's still not in prison? By the way, <laughs> yeah. So what the fuck, Roger Ebert? That's insanity. Um, I also really like the last line of the review. I don't like it, but it's... Okay. Although I may be concerned about how some audience members might react to it, I cannot penalize it on the basis of my speculations about their private feelings. Again, he's, like, putting this stuff on in the audience. Right. I mean, like, you're just... Just say it's you. Yeah. Just say you're turned on by this. That's your Right. Issue. He's an older man that maybe would like to meet a woman on the internet like a dom thing or like a or yeah. the torture he thing maybe people get off on that I look at this movie I mean Elliot Page is so well cast you know because I have a 14 year old child myself who kind of looks like an adult whereas Elliot Page in this movie really looks like a baby looks like a little kid obviously that's intentional to me it's so instantly clear there's no moral gray area yeah. this is a man who wants to fuck a child that he, casting is super intentional right and it's really important and I don't have any sympathy for him even before we find out what else he's done it's like you are preying on a child i mean there's a wide range of how teenagers can look some look like babies and some look like adults and you could see someone finding a a girl attractive and then finding out that they're young oh my god (laughs) back up whereas me i feel like what roger ebert is saying on some level is like he finds her attractive yeah sexually and (laughs) and he's turned on by the idea of her tying him up and that sort of thing he's like this bondage thing of the child he's like yeah i don't know if this is really sending the right message because I've got a boner right now. That's your right. problem. Yeah, That's your issue. I definitely use the word Lolita too. And a lot of reviews oh, use the Lolita term. Oh, I'm begging for somebody to understand that book, you know. <laughs> like, for God's sake, right? Right. right. 
I love that book, Lolita, but I hate how many people like it. It's so wrong, you yeah, know? Yeah, that is a, a wrong, it's just a phrase used incredibly, like phone it in. It's just not right. right. <laughs> right. Lolita is not a seductress. She is a child, a child. who yeah. is raped by her stepfather. Yeah. And the book yeah. is pretty clear on that, you know? Yeah. I mean, I feel like this movie is showing you right away. Don't let yourself be fooled that men are just tempted, you know, by these, like, <laughs> sophisticated teenagers who look like adults and act like adults. It's like, right, yeah. no, these are men who want to fuck a child. It's like turning a child into a femme fatale kind of. <laughs> this yeah. child is responsible for the downfall of <laughs> this man who clearly engineered the whole situation and perpetrated this whole thing. <laughs> everything Haley's doing is so intentional too. She goes back and forth between acting like a kid and then like saying one little line that's like a little flirty sounding. My dad, he's letting me audit one of his med school courses, right? I don't really understand half of it, but I totally love it. Come on, so you go to UCW and you sit in the lecture hall with all these grad students and what, do they hit on you? Are you jealous? <laughs> Just admiring. I, I didn't know you were interested in that kind of thing. What? You thought since we've been chatting for three weeks that you knew everything about me? <laughs> Plus, they wouldn't hit on a 14-year-old girl. They're, like, old enough to be my dad, so... Oh, they're, like... They're, they're bad older. They're, you're not... So articulate. That's super intentional because she's trying to get him to realize, like, I am a kid. All, you know, I'm a kid. I'm a kid. This right. is fucked up. Like, I, even when yeah. they're still texting, my big sister can drop me off. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then saying something flirty. It's like, yeah. it's so intentional. I fucking love her mm-hmm. so much. Oh, And I really love the, the ambiguity about... Her actual background and right. how old she really is. I'll find you. I'll track you down! Assuming you knew anything about me. What, Calabasas girl whose dad teaches at UCW shouldn't be that hard to find? You believed all that? God, who are you? It's hard to say for sure. Maybe not a Calabasas girl. Maybe not the daughter of a med school professor. Maybe not even a friend of Donna Maurer. Maybe not even named Haley. Who the hell are you? I am every little girl you ever watched, touched, hurt, screwed, killed. Elliot Page was 17 when he shot this movie. So he's so legally not an adult either, right? Oh, man. So good. I did have a couple hot props. Oh, yeah, I have a couple hot props. Shut up. Hot props is on. Oh, shit, yeah. (laughs) The first one obviously being the tech dialogue really places it pretty firmly in 2005. (laughs) It's such a weird specific time frame, you know? know. Amazon.com. Yeah. Come on, you think I faked all that? You know, actually, it's kind of funny. Because every time I would mention some, like, obscure singer or band, you knew so much about them. But not right away. It was, like, a few minutes later. Maybe to give you enough time to look them up on the web, Jeff. 
you used the same phrases about gold wrap as they do on Amazon.com. The web. When's the last time ever anyone said the whole out like that? Isn't there something about MP3s? Well, yeah, you had like an MP3 bootleg recording of gold wrap. Of a gold wrap concert. That's how he. That's how she wants to go to his house. Is like the MP3 is there. Because they were like they met in like a gold wrap chat room or something. And here I put in a little smiley face icon. She finds somebody's phone number in his PDA. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what his PDA. And at one point she's like, the type of guy who likes to save his outgoing emails. Read them over and over again to think about what you said. Right. Like that's something you have to consciously set your outlook to do. Right. It's not that it takes you out of the movie so much, it just reminds you every time it happens. Yeah. Like, yeah. This yeah, and even like you don't look like the kind of guy who needs to meet people on the internet, you know, whereas like right. it's weird to think there was ever a stigma about that, you know, because it's, Apps, you meet yeah. people online, you know. <laughs> that's how right. you meet people now. Yeah. It's so common. But even like celebrities are on, there's like a whole celebrity dating app. Right. Right. <laughs> They have to be people on the internet. Right. Or also, it just kind of reminds you there was a time where even being on the internet was almost like a shady thing. Yeah. You know, because you weren't constantly on it because you didn't, like, have it in your hand all the time. It was like you went sat down at a computer and went on the internet, you know, like, (laughs) had internet time. I once got let go from a temp job because (laughs) I went on the internet (laughs) while I was working. Like, I just quickly checked my email, and then they had some alert where it was like, someone's on the the web oh. surfing the internet right now surfing i hate that kick her out of here companies have that like software where they monitor or block really, like I hate, yeah. sites. Um, they block live journal at one job <laughs> <I had. laughs> i have a couple logistical hot props she is so little and he's this full-grown adult man it's like how did she do like how'd she drag his body you know he's like unconscious wakes up on a table that yeah. like he would be so heavy yeah yeah. Like when someone is unconscious, they're <laughs> such point. dead weight, you know. Last night I had trouble carrying my six-year-old son to bed right. <laughs> when he was asleep. Yeah, when people are asleep, they're so much heavier. Yeah. That's true. And then the fact that he has a steel He has a big slab, table. right. Oh, like, wow, this is a perfect... Uh... Yeah, that worked out well. Yeah. I guess he has like a modern... <laughs> modern style apartment or whatever but her house yeah that is really funny (laughs) like how convenient it's sterile (laughs) right and then this is like a medium hot prop which comes up a lot for me in like any kind of thriller suspense thing when it seems like detective work is super easy for random people people are looking for this girl who's missing and was murdered and how did she find the two people right, who did, she like, how did who she... did it yeah and no one else does right sometimes i feel like is that a low-key a cab message you know like, I mean, maybe <laughs> i mean there is definitely that undercurrent because of how she's like going to jail is not a big deal for you and you'll be out of jail soon i mean there's definitely right. like, a commentary in the justice system yeah. and how much it fails victims of rape. That's for sure in there. Right. But yeah, but like it's, <laughs> I mean, I guess she's like a hacker. <laughs> she, she knows how to find stuff on the internet. This is weird. Your download manager says you pulled some photos off the net, but I, I, I can't find them. Gosh, that's strange. But yeah, a smart guy doesn't leave photos on his computer. That's the first place the cops are gonna look. And then you're into mementos, and so where do you put the stuff that you uh, pull off the net? Hmm? 
Now, do you have a special little hiding place or something? I live alone. Why would I need a hiding place? Just what I've been wondering. It is curious to me, like, how, you know, like, did she actually know the girl? I guess she did. Real? I yeah. think they were like, friends. Right, that's what I want to think is like, you know, maybe she, like, that she did know her and the girl told her about the guys she was talking to or, yeah. you know, uh, that she had some kind that, of lead. Because I was thinking, like, could this be something where she could help the police or bring justice, but, or, yeah, it's just like, <laughs> no, she had to take it into her own hands to, like, actually find I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she already had tried to take it to the police and the mm-hmm. police were dismissive of her and can't yeah. get anything without proof and there's no way we're going to investigate these white men that seems so nice right <laughs> i do like to when he's like tied up with the ice thing on him and begging her not to do it and he's like i'll confess to anything you want and she's like i don't think they're gonna believe a confession under these circumstances <laughs> <laughs> he's so like i tied him up and had a scalpel about to get his balls up and then he confessed to <laughs> right yeah oh my god she's really smart very funny yeah it's pretty oh, funny i told you it was an honor <laughs> there are a lot of people that like on the internet that that have their own, like, I'm a predator catcher. Like, they go on. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like a phenomenon, but there's also the question of, like, are these things helpful? <laughs> Did you ever watch To Catch a Predator? I mean, I'm aware or, like, of Like, a yeah. person's being filmed. and It led to a lot mm. of suicides, I think, which is why they don't make it anymore. <laughs> but, suicides uh, of predators? Right. <laughs> yeah, because they've fun. been outed. Oh, no. <laughs> why would they? Oh, we better stop doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but... I I don't know. It's just... <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> it's, I, it is like... I feel like I kind of get a bit still. Like, <laughs> seems fine. I mean, all life is precious, but... <laughs> is it though? <laughs> yeah. They took their own life. Well, that yeah. I mean, it's just like... I don't know that much about it. Listen, I don't really know more than what I've already said. And some of what I said, I'm not even sure I actually know. I also find it so funny that he thinks she's going to feel guilty about this. Like, it takes <laughs> right. so much time trying to convince her. This is going to haunt you for the rest of your life. What, like taking his balls would haunt him? And especially when like she doesn't end up doing it. You want to remember this day when you were with a guy? On a date? On your wedding night? Because I promise you, you will. Don't do that to yourself. Wow. Oh. Now that is so thoughtful. You are speaking to me so selflessly. I mean, you just don't want me to castrate you for my own benefit? Wow, I'm touched. Like, why does he think that? That's ridiculous. Right. It's <laughs> a ridiculous thing to think. <laughs> also, how did he resist that taser so well? She tases oh. him so many times in the bathtub while he's Yeah, lost. that would have... And he's still, like, crawling around the house. Yeah. I was thinking she, I he, she would seen kill him with really, that. Really it looked like where you could see the sparks. And yeah. Stuff. yeah it looked really intense. It does seem like you would, especially with the water on you. I mean, I don't know. Electricity <laughs> and water, right? That's know. how people die, toaster in the bathtub. Right. <laughs> He's like a, some kind of super villain, apparently. <laughs> uh, and then another, just another very small problem with the Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> when, <laughs> when Judy brings the Girl Scout cookies and she charges $6 for two boxes. I'm firmly in Girl Scout cookie season right now with my daughter, and it's been $5 a box for, like, four years. 
six dollars is not enough. You need more money. <laughs> I do think it's really funny though when she goes to get the money out of his pocket while he's hanging <laughs> from a noose in the kitchen. Oh my god! <laughs> and he had, that he has enough cash. That's great. Yeah, that's funny. I don't like the really stylized, shaky camera thing. Mm. Oh, I just yeah. don't like that. It's definitely from that era. It's well. a, yeah, oh, yeah, that's another. It seemed like it was a new thing for a while, and that was something to make things artsy was do this shaky camera thing and. I don't like it. It was totally like mm-hmm. Blair Witch style handheld camera. It was dizzying at some points. Yeah. I think it's supposed to create tension, but it really just created nausea for people. <laughs> yeah. It's just hard to look at. It doesn't even look that good. Right. Like, it doesn't make me nauseous or dizzy or anything. I just don't like it. I don't it think just it's like a good. Yeah. yeah. And otherwise, it's a pretty artsy. I mean, it's obviously shot on digital. It's obviously a digital film. I mean, that was sort of new back then. The film mm-hmm. itself was only a million dollars, which is micro budget yeah I mean, even in 2005 that was a micro budget produced by paul allen's company vulcan mm-hmm. yeah i feel like that was their first or one of the first movies that vulcan produced wow yeah i felt that time 2005 the very like flared jeans and <laughs> pants and gold frap yeah. it's also funny it how many was... times she changes clothes <laughs> She had so many outfits yeah. in her backpack. I guess a little problem is that her backpack does not look that full. <laughs> and then she's got like she so much a book and a VHS tape, several outfits, right. scrubs, some surgical tools. It is really funny that she puts on <laughs> scrubs. For- yeah. <laughs> what was she doing on the roof? Yeah, I don't know. You know, Logan and I watched it last night, which was, I just have to say, today's March 20th. And so we watched it yesterday on March 19th, which is a pivotal date in the yes. movie. Lensman She went up on the roof, unless it was just so that Judy Tenuta would spot her. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't know why yeah. she was on the roof. Or was it like was she always planning on putting the rope up there? Because it seems like the originally she was going to do it in the kitchen. Right. I mean, maybe it was just to see what the options were. Oh yeah, maybe yeah. like where to hang him from. Yeah, I don't really know. Why oh she was right, on the roof. is that a thing people do? Like they hang themselves from the chimney. It makes know. sense. I don't know. I can see why you would do that because the chimney's gonna be pretty stable and mm-hmm. the drop should be enough to. Oh yeah, you know, she had rope. She brought rope too. Right. She put so much in her backpack. She had a lot of stuff. Mary Poppins backpack. And a hoodie for the end. Right. Hoodies take up so much room just on their own. Yeah. <laughs> just stuff a hoodie into something. Next call. So apparently this woman, Janelle, was his one real non-creepy romantic situation he's had in his life. Well, but- they were kids when they met, but he was, like, not that much well, older. Yeah, if she's... I mean, because if she says it was 1989, in the movie he's 32. Yeah. And it's like 2005, so he would have been a teenager, too. So they were both teenagers, and then I guess maybe his sexual preferences just stuck there (laughs) as he got older. 
So it's kind of like he would rather kill himself than have his love of his life know that he's this evil monster. I guess, guess. yeah. 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 Because it seems like at some point in the movie it becomes like a race against time because like Mm -hmm. she's already on his way to the house so Mm -hmm. he's got to decide if he wants to live or not. It was so intense. Yeah. (laughs) Throughout the whole movie he firmly believes like he has the upper hand. He's going to manipulate her into like feeling bad for him or feeling sorry for him. I love how Haley just is not, she's not gonna fall for any of that shit, you know? Right. Like, the sad story about his childhood. Oh, right, God. I love how she has no reaction to yeah. that. Yeah! <laughs> I know. One day her, her mother came in, in the middle of it, and she saw her daughter naked on top of me, and then she dragged me into the kitchen. She turned the stove on. And we stood there while the burner got hot. And lifted me up over the burner. And I cried and cried. And I could hear the tears sizzle as they hit the burner. She said, if I ever catch you with my daughter again. day. I never saw Anthony's again. Easily be bullshit anyway. Yeah, he could have made that. I mean, it's like, who cares? And it's who cares? Who cares? Yeah, that he's already. I mean, also the thing that's really insane is how in the end when he's like, okay, like, I really didn't do it. I know who did. I watched and he didn't let me take pictures. Like, whether that's true or not, but let's just say it is. Why would you think that that absolved you in some way? You know, like, I just watched a man kill a 14-year-old girl and I tried to take pictures, but he didn't let me. So I didn't do anything. You know, like, what? (laughs) What? I mean, in court of law, you'd still go to jail for that. I mean, why wouldn't you? (laughs) You're an accomplice to murder. Right. That's what that is. And I also think he did it. Right. And I feel the way Hale is like, I I don't care. Like, I don't really care which one of you actually did it. You were both there. You both were responsible. Yeah. 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 You didn't not kill her if you were... They are watching. I love the way it's shot for the most part, though. Shaky cam notwithstanding. I love all the close-ups mm-hmm. of both their faces. And especially I kind of love that it's digital because it doesn't hide. And, you know, digital is just so much more harsh in terms of, like, you can see lines on people's faces. So you can see how old he is and how young she is. And mm-hmm. it's really just drives it home every time. And how it always kind of shoots him from underneath and her from above like all these little things that just keep driving home the fact that she's a child and he's a grown-up i think it's supposed to make it so that there's no other way to read the movie although some people didn't pick up right. on that. Yeah, but, yeah. i mean yeah <laughs> very perplexing yeah she's never gonna be a villain in this movie because he's a predator right yeah. the whole t- like she's hunting a predator that's what and that's all it is yeah. And honestly, she's pretty lenient on him for the most right. part. Yeah, that scene where they're at the coffee shop, he buys her that t-shirt, 
And, like, he's waiting outside the women's restroom while she changes. And then she kind of flashes him a little bit, (laughs) shirtless. And his reaction is really creepy. And every moment beyond that, just it keeps going up a notch with the creepiness, I felt like. Well, she gives him so many chances to stop it, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he just, he never does. Okay, now there's three points I have to make. One... You wouldn't take advantage because you've been seen with me here today. And two, um, it's gold frap. And three? Well, and three, you said that it would be insane for me to come over and, well, four, four out of five doctors agree that I am actually insane. Thus, I have to come over in order to be true to myself. Right? There's so many opportunities where she's like, I'm a kid. Right. Do you want to fuck me? And he's it's like, It's a ninth yep. grade book, right? <laughs> right, exactly. It's a ninth grade book that I'm reading ahead. Like, right. Like, oh. I am a child. She's constantly reminding him of that. And her name is And her bra Haley. she's wearing is like a little bralette. Like now lots of grown women wear those, but back then <laughs> only children wore those. Right. So her underwear is kid underwear. Yeah. The name Haley to me sounds very young. I don't know. And her I love username that is Girl 14 because she's 14 years old or like right. that's how old she says she is. And then the whole thing about how she like followed her from chat room to chat room and said the same shit but when she said that she was older he immediately lost interest. I went into other chat rooms with different nicknames and you would get to know each woman. And then as soon as you found out they were any bit older than me you would just drop them like that. You took your time sniffing out someone my age. I didn't talk to the others because they were boring. You and I connected. Uh, right. She really did her research in terms of making sure he was yeah. an absolute creep. Even if he wasn't a murderer or accomplice to a murder, he still is unequivocally a pedophile. Right. Who has every intention of acting on his desires. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, God, so sick. <laughs> How could you possibly do it any other way? Right. <laughs> There's a lot about a person. <laughs> no. Like, yeah, I already like, was on the fence about Roger Ebert, but reading that review, right. I'm like, wow, you did some shit, didn't you? Yeah. It's very, like, self-reveal kind yeah. of review. <sighs> <laughs> some fun facts. The screenplay's inspiration came from some stories from Japan about schoolgirls ambushing men who surf the <laughs> internet for underage dates. <laughs> I think that's kind of cool. Like, there's funny. a real like yeah. crew of vigilantes. <laughs> and then, despite the intense emotional and physical content, according to IMDb, L.A. Page said that the hardest scene to shoot was the scene in Nighthawk where he had to eat like so much tiramisu that he had to barf. <laughs> I always hear that. Anytime you have to eat something in a movie, it sucks because you will always have to eat way more than you ever would, even if it's (laughs) something you like. You always feel sick afterwards. (laughs) And then also the sweatshirt at the end was apparently actually orange, and it was changed in post-production to be red. Oh. I just thought that was interesting. And it wasn't meant to be part of it. It was Elliot's own sweatshirt (laughs) that he put on like in between takes. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then oh. they worked it into the movie. It's in the poster, right? Yeah. It's a, like a bright red. It was one of those heavy, heavy like, accents. It's a good <laughs> yeah, that's color. A pretty memorable poster mm. art, wasn't it? And then my favorite fun fact, which is that Sandro's character was <laughs> originally just called Mrs. Takuda in the script. And when she arrived on set, she insisted that her name was going to be Judy Takuda, which <laughs> is so funny to me. Judy. 
macho men. How would you like to worship the goddess? Like these beefy burritos of manhood. Drink Diet Dr. Pepper. It's not a wimped out diet drink, no. Its unique taste turns mere mortals into my personal love slaves. It could happen. And then they were like, no, we can't do that because we might get sued by Judy Tenuta, apparently, or something. (laughs) Whatever they were saying, like, we can't do that because we haven't cleared it. And she was so keen to do that that she intentionally messed up every take where she referred to herself as Mrs. Takuda. And her only usable take was where she said her name was Judy Takuda. No problem. Just just tell him Judy Takuda said hello. Okay. Thanks. Sandra, oh why? I know. She's a big Judy Tenuta fan, I guess. I love that because it is really funny. And immediately when we heard it, we were like, Judy Tenuta. I love the conviction there. Yeah. Um, I mean, Judy does sound like the mom next door, I guess. Who is so thirsty for babysitters. Can I ask you something? Okay. Uh, I, I might be a little out of line here. Do you babysit? Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. Um, But I'm only here for like a couple more days. Oh. That's too bad. I'm on a constant patrol for new babysitters. That's a little strange. That's Total stranger, funny. please babysit for me. I'm always looking for I know. I, what's going on at Judy's? Right. Like, why can't she keep a babysitter? It makes me feel like she has such an active life that she can never... <laughs> where is she going all the time? I'm always looking for a babysitter. Yeah. She wouldn't be around any longer. I'm just... I'm three houses down across. I can always, always, always use a new sitter. I wish I could. Yeah, me too. Well, she must have dreamed up a real backstory. <laughs> I know she did. Her daughter's a Girl Scout. We know that much. Right. <laughs> right. Like, is her daughter like kind of a terror that she's always looking for a new <laughs> sitter? I'm always looking for reasons to leave my daughter at home right. without me. I can never <laughs> keep one. Ah, Judy. I've already started underlining meaningful passages in her copy of Mopey Dick, if you know what I mean. I mean, I think the best line is, just because a girl knows how to imitate a woman does not mean she's ready to do what a woman does. You were coming on to me. Oh, come on. That's what they always say, Jeff. Who? Who? The pedophiles. She was so sexy, she was asking for it. Oh, she was only technically a girl. She acted like a woman. It's just so easy to blame a kid, isn't it? Just because a girl knows how to imitate a woman does not mean she's ready to do what a woman does. I mean, you're the grown-up here. That's a that pretty was a really solid good one. one. Yes. Yeah. A lot of that whole part. So easy to blame a kid, and you're the grown-up here. There's a lot of good lines in that part. You take the alcohol away, you don't race into the next drink. Right. Yeah, the whole thing. And then a line that I've always thought about every time I've heard Goldfrapp since 2005. By the way, I fucking hate I love the delivery of that line. I don't hate Goldfrapp, but I just think that line is so great. And the way he chooses to deliver it as something that the character's been holding on to all this right. time. How torturous it's been to pretend to like Goldfrapp. <laughs> I guess I can really like if it were like Smash Mouth or something for me. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Oh my god, I've been living this horrible, torturous lie where I've had to pretend to like Smash Mouth. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't imagine having to listen to Walking on the Sun over and over again. That's like my personal home. Mad as well. <laughs> oh, come on. 
I'm not going to put a sound drop in there. <laughs> they have some interesting repartee at the coffee shop. I don't remember what led up to this, but she's like, no, I intend to sleep with all the right people. Oh, yeah. she's talking about Jean Seberg. I'm reading this book about Jean Seberg. She's this actress who slept with all the wrong people and ended up killing herself. <laughs> don't you do that. No, I, I intend to sleep with all the right people. And then he said, I was expecting someone not as impressive or something. And I was just like, well. You look older than you are. You, you certainly act older than you are. Really? Yeah, I was uh, expecting someone not as impressive. Yeah, yeah he definitely does like a lot of nagging at first. Yeah. That's his move. It's gross. And I love how it's super not working on her. She doesn't even, like, pretend that it's working on her that much. Like, you can just kind of see the contempt. A little bit, but she's still going through with it. Yeah. The casting was good because Patrick Wilson is kind of hot. Where you could see how he would be able to lure less honor student-y. Did you see Little Children? Yes. Oh, he was really good in that. I love that movie. Kate Winslet is so good on that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's yours when you invite a teenager into your Oh, my God. That is accurate. Those letters are Nothing's yours when you invite a teenager into your home. I <sighs> fucking very love true. that. I yes. That too. Even just a kid. <laughs> like, I've already learned that there's literally no hiding places in my house. <laughs> I've had to tell my kids, if you don't want to know what your birthday presents are, don't go in my closet. I know you know they're in there. <laughs> it's on you if you spoil it. Don't <laughs> go poking around. And I did the same thing. I knew exactly what was in every fucking drawer in my parents' room. Yeah, me too. Every yeah, chance I, like, I got. Yeah. My kids are like, always been weirdly uninterested in stuff. My <laughs> total non-observant kids, like, could have something right there with a blank get over it but like don't open that till Christmas okay <laughs> that's amazing I don't yeah, I didn't have that self <laughs> um, I couldn't resist I, I like he says something like this will ruin my life and she's like didn't Roman Polanski just win an Oscar yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> pretty funny like a jail time I don't know, therapy, drugs, group discussions, notifying people when you move into a new house. How bad is that really? It'll ruin my career, it'll ruin my life. Why didn't Roman Polanski just win an Oscar? Oh my god, I know. And how even now we have this like definitive documentary about Woody Allen. I want to still that. There were people on Twitter who were like, oh, I think he's in. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't click on it, but there was some Twitter clickbait that was like, what Woody Allen defenders are saying. And I was like, right. I don't fucking care what they're saying. He made good movies, I guess, but don't say he's not a rapist. Right. <laughs> I saw the trailer for that. And I remember that time so well when I was mm-hmm. in the news all the time and I watched his movies a lot. My parents loved his movies. And I kind of want to watch it, but I kind of don't want to watch it at the same... I feel so yeah. torn. <laughs> I don't really want to watch it. But I also do sort of feel like... I absolutely believe Dylan. But this segment was made by Mia, basically. And I think it is worth questioning. She had five Asian kids. And three of them are dead. And the other two both say that she was abusive to her non-white kids. I would watch a documentary that is, like, impartial and like really addresses yeah. that but I feel like you can believe Dylan and also believe Soon Yi 
Monica Lewinsky is the same with this, where you believe women and sometimes there's people that don't really fit because it's like, we believe women well. Where does that put us with Sunni Previn who said, or Sunni Allen now, who says that he wasn't a father figure to him. She didn't really know him till she was older and that her mother abused her. It doesn't like fit so tidy. I bring up Monica Lewinsky who mm-hmm. always says, even though to me it's very clearly like there's a little power dynamic when it was the uh, president. And like a, right. Yeah, but she always maintains, no, I would after him aggressively so it's just sort of sometimes it's hard you know where exactly can you land but I feel like you can believe Dylan which I do and also believe Soon Yi her three Asian kids that died like one of them died of AIDS alone on Christmas Day impoverished she was working as like a house cleaner how do you let that happen to one of really? your children yes and the other two committed suicide so oh, I feel like that's worth questioning the sure. three of them died horrible deaths and the two living ones say she abused her non-white kids you know what I mean that's why I don't want to watch a documentary that was made, you know, Mia was like, make a documentary for me. I saw someone on Twitter who got eaten alive for saying this, but like, why are all her white kids doing fine and her Asian kids are either dead or fucked up? You know, right, right, right. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's yeah. like, Sunni and have been together for 20, it's just really hard, you know, when it's yeah. like, believe women, well, what do we do about Sunni? Who's like, mm-hmm. you know, I've been married to this man for 20 years. Yeah. I feel like you can believe both of them. Like, I'm not saying it's right. You know, I still even, I believe, so (laughs) it's going to get such a tangent, but like, I, you know, I was so into Woody Allen and so into just celebrity stuff in general that a long time ago when that first happened, like Mia Farrow wrote a memoir. And even in her memoir, she was really clear that she and Woody Allen, like they were never married and they never lived together. You know, her older kids had a father, like Andre Previn is Sunni's dad. And she Mm -hmm. said, you know, he really didn't have a relationship with her older kids. He wasn't like a father father to them you know and mm-hmm. then it still is like Sunyi is the sister of a couple of his kids you know like they had a child together biologically and they adopted a child together and you know I am not at all saying it's not fucked up that he married Sunyi. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's incestuous it's like if Logan dated Michael. You know, I mean, that would be yeah. fucked up, but he wasn't like a dad to them. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I feel like both of them, Mia and Woody, like, there's stuff on both sides. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, the point was that he was Just that having so much questionable shit happen in your life does not ruin your career, which is right. Yeah, right. You could go to jail for raping a child and still be a successful photographer. Right. Oh, America loves a comeback story. (laughs) (laughs) Unless it's a middle-aged woman. Right, exactly. (laughs) Note to self. After a long day at work, I don't want to see that. Oh my god. Um... I love her whole, like, what he mentions, his conservationist work and how she fucking rips in him about that. I've shot a lot of different subjects, some of it very important work. And it was so important that you thought, well, I can't possibly hang it on the walls of my home. I need to plaster my house with pictures of underage nymphs and just tuck the nature shots away. Oh, really? You're so proud of your conservation work, whereas, like, any picture of, uh, you know, a mountain or anything, like... Right, exactly! (laughs) Right. How come it's only young girls on her wall? I find Haley delightful. She's awesome. I love when she pretends to be a cop and she says, Lieutenant Haley. (laughs) Yes, this is Lieutenant Haley, LAPD. You're acquainted with a photographer, one Jeffrey Culver? Yes, there's... Been an incident here. Is it possible that you can assist us? I'm not at liberty to discuss that at this moment, ma'am, but 
It's a very delicate matter, and the sooner we can speak with you here, the better chance we have at keeping it out of the newspapers. She acts like she has these moments of vulnerability, but she's really in control the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's like that one scene where she's by herself and she's kind of flipping out a little bit um, like, when she's looking for his porn right oh, she doesn't yeah. find it she kind of freaks out a little bit because she's like i'm running out of time and i need to find it but then she does but like, but, like that's yeah. the only time that she's really losing her yeah oh that and then also when she's talking to judy takuda <laughs> she didn't plan for that at all and her lie is so unbelievable right so how's the roof? Sorry? You were on the roof? I was. Oh, just a little while ago, I was trimming my roses and I looked up and I saw you there. I was wondering who it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, there's, um, we had a leak and I just thought I'd go up and check. And Your uncle made you go up on the roof? Uh, well, he's sick and I'm said I'd go and see if there's like a hole or... Right. Did it rain? Yeah. <laughs> She's being so shady. Right. Also, I think it's interesting that he does have a chance to get away mm. when she says, like, you didn't do what an innocent person does. Like, when you were free, did you run off? Did right. you call for help? Did you call the police like an innocent person would? Right. He did really have a chance to get away. He did. You know? And he chose instead to stalk her. <laughs> right. To be a predator. Mm-hmm. He went to his natural inclination to yeah. stalk a little girl around the house. Yeah, I was She really like... calls him out. All the time. It's great. I know. That's the part where I felt like she doesn't fall for any of his manipulations, trying to get her to have sympathy for him or Mm -hmm. anything like that. Like, in that way, I felt like she was in control. But I was worried for her, like, when he got out of ropes in one part. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. It was a kind of rookie move for her to leave the gun on the bed like that. She puts it out of the box. I know she thought that she tied him up well enough that he wouldn't get away, but still, like, don't just take that with you, for God's sake. (laughs) Like, you found a gun. Why not just keep it with you? (laughs) Logan thought it was very funny when uh, they're on the roof and she's pointing the gun at him and he's like, you don't know how to use that. (laughs) And she says, Honor student, remember? Look, it's like, look, do they teach that in <laughs> Right. I'm like, that's America. That's an AP gun. AP gun. I guess the idea that she could figure stuff out. I mean, I really love the line. I think I'm smart enough to perform a successful castration. Right. Well, I've, I've been going to my dad's medical library at school, and um, what you said, I was pretty bright, right? I think I'm smart enough to perform a successful castration. No! Oh, I know. I love the VHS tape of, like, yeah. how to do Why that. does she go to all that trouble to, like, fake castrate him, though? I don't totally it's, get that. It's a like, torture. Like, she's trying to torture, break him down. Like, I think if she just walked in there and was like, kill yourself. I know you <laughs> murdered my friend. It wouldn't work. She was trying to break him down. I had really thought it was his balls, like, in the glass <laughs> cup. <laughs> Another thing in a like, backpack, right? Fake what, balls. What? <laughs> Like, what were those? It looked really... I sure don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's little pieces of meat. And there was blood on the table, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could have been actual te- like bull oh, testicles. Yeah. That's true. You can buy those from a meat place, I think. What do you call it? Butcher? Butcher. <laughs> butcher <laughs> meat here, <place>. sorry. <laughs> from the meat, the meat store. <laughs> the meat store. I love that. Rocky Mountain Oyster. Yeah, place. exactly. Gross. So many things in her backpack. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to see that Mary Poppins. <laughs> the vengeful Mary Poppins. That would be a good movie, actually. I want to see a vengeful Mary Poppins. 
Come on, somebody make that movie. I want to know more about Haley. I never know who she is. I super love that we don't. 18 or not 18, but... And, like, who she's actually calling on the phone, where she's like, I'm going to be done way sooner than I thought. Is her dad really the medical professor or whatever? Yeah. Like, you just never know. You don't know. I love it. Right. And it also doesn't matter, you know? I know, but I want to know. (laughs) 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 Oh, I think the scout's honor is a really funny phrase in general, (laughs) and also love the way that she uses it. It's real water. Scout's honor. And then the Girl Scout cookie thing comes back (laughs) here, too. (laughs) Are those... Oh, Yes. Mr. Culver's cookies. My daughter's a Girl Scout. We've been trying to deliver these, but we've always been missing him, so here they are. Yummy stuff. Thanks. Yeah, Uncle Jeff loves his Girl Scouts, so. That's really good. <laughs> she says Jeff so many times. Right. You'll never forget his name. Constantly. Jeff, 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 Jeff. Jeff. Like, that just sounds like a total. <laughs> Pedophile. <Dude> name <laughs> Jeff. I don't know. Jeff. Aw. But Jeff's. Jeff's banana boats. <laughs> You're gonna love it. I like the title too, Hard Candy. What I remember when that movie came out is that's like how gross guys on the internet refer to yes, teenagers. That's true. Teenage girls. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah, know that. Gross. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it's like a, a synonym for jail bait. Yeah. Okay, that's a new that's a new layer <laughs> I'm not aware of. Yeah. yeah, to get away with it. Because right. everyone knows what jail bait means. Right, right. Wasn't there a candy something with Rose McGowan? Jawbreaker. Oh, Which actually, the title for that was originally going to be Hard Candy. Oh, <laughs> they told oh. Yeah, that movie, I don't know if that would hold up or not. That was yeah, like, I remember, I remember the time thinking good. it was like just a really bad Heather's riff off. Um, yeah, I never saw it. I remember it not being good. So much as Olivia Rose McGowan. Oh, and Pam Greer's in it too. And oh. Judy Greer. All the Greers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. What else does a suicide need, huh? Now, if you'll excuse me. So, this is what's called a lunchtime poll. Do they even have chat rooms anymore? I don't think that's even a thing. I think they have message boards, but I don't think they have Um, chat rooms. Oh, like Reddit, kind of? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Forums. Forums. All right. Yes. Uh, We're people of a certain age, so we all (laughs) probably had AOL usernames, I'm assuming. I had AOL. Yeah. Yeah. I have AOL, but I had early usernames for sure. Do we remember our first usernames? I know I do. (laughs) (laughs) Mine, I was a big fan of 90s punk rock and particularly the bands Rancid and Operation Ivy. And a prominent member of both of those bands was a man named Tim Armstrong whose nickname was Lint. And so my username was Lint is God. (laughs) Wow! That's awesome. Super awesome. I did meet some cute punk rock, well, allegedly, quote-unquote, cute punk rock boys in chat rooms with that username. <laughs> there was a boy in high school in our carpool. He always wore an Operation Ivy t-shirt. It just reminded me of that. <laughs> did you want to do the part two oh or? and then an optional part two is is there anybody you met on the internet that was like a good person that you met on the internet 
Like, Didn't ever? Yeah, ever. Yeah. Do you have one? I met somebody, um, yeah. Like, I kind of made a pen pal in a way. My friend in Hollywood, Mark, I call him. Oh, okay, yeah. He oh. found a short film that I made with my friend Faye, who has been on the pod. She was in the film as well, and he found her contact information and emailed me. And he was also a filmmaker. Still is. He makes short films. He's made two features as well that he financed himself, which is kind of a big deal. And one of them stars Melanie Linsky <laughs> and Cora Nemec. It's called Four Aww, and Four Minutes. Oh, I don't know if you can see it anywhere. <laughs> he sent me a DVD of it. It was oh good. God. So we started emailing back and forth, and then his dad lived in LaConnor, so he came out to visit, and then we drove to visit me and Faye. And my boyfriend at the time drove to visit him, and then we've just been in touch ever since, and I've been to Hollywood sometimes to visit him, and he's come up and visited, and we just chat about film the whole time. <laughs> that's like that's so we get fun. together we have a beer and we talk about movies non-stop for however long we're together and then we don't see each other for like a year well in this case it's been definitely over a year but you know it's cool right. it's fun to have a little movie pen pal like that that's awesome <laughs> yeah why well, I met you on the internet on Facebook oh really hey, yeah Aww. well I don't know we're mutual friends with Laura though but I, I just remember seeing your comments, and I'm like, who is Amy Green? <laughs> this person is hilarious. And you didn't have your profile was not, like, a picture of you. It was oh, just, really? like, meet Amy Green, and it was, like, pink. <laughs> oh, like the Ask Amy Green Boy Trouble? Or whatever. Ask Amy okay, Green. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, that was, like, this a YA book called Ask Amy Green Boy Trouble. <laughs> I was, like, super intrigued, so I'm like, friend request. Aww. And then I got to meet you at Menchie's. I know, we met at Menchie's. Ooh. Met you with Laura at Menchie's. Yeah. And then we still hang out. And we sure do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my... Aww. And I met... And Andrew. <laughs> yes. Right. Of course. Andrew. Okay, Cupid. Aww. Um, oh, what about your Yeah, what was your... Oh, you know, it was our family account or something. I really don't even remember. What was the first one that you picked yourself? Uh, a screen name that I go with a lot is Xtina Bizarre. Cute. Yeah. So, and it's just like, I'm going <laughs> my first name and my last name. And I like that Bizarre is like, Bizarre. But also like, a Snoop Dogg way to say Bizarre. <laughs> yes. Right, exactly. Okay. But it's also like, had Izzle in it. Bizarre. Yeah. Now, for shizzle means, you know, in your world, you might say, hey, for sure. But now you can say for shizzle. Forgot about that. Yeah, so that that's my screen name. Hey, I definitely mentioned this before, but I never was on AOL. But when I was back in the chat rooms on IRC Internet Relay mm-hmm. Chat, where I met my old boyfriend in 1996, yeah. <laughs> my screen name there was Clouds Fan because right, I was right, a right. Yeah. fan of Daniel Clouds. Yeah. <laughs> Mentioned that on our Ghost Pearl episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And then last summer, got on dating apps and dated someone for a while. And he was the first person I dated in 19 years. And we are not dating anymore. And we had the total unicorn of like a really nice breakup. And he thanked me for letting him into my life. And we both said it was nice dating you. It was... So, I know, right? So he will... Always be such a special person to me. And I met him on Bumble. (laughs) Let that be an example to other dudes. Not just for anyone, but everybody. It's possible to be totally cool about things. 
Yeah. It Appreciate sounds it. weird, but he really hit that breakup it's out the of the thank park. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yes. It really was, you know? Damn, like, way to go. That's, <laughs> that's what I said. I was like I was like, Maud, saying go and love some more. Except I'm not dying and we weren't in love, but you know, yeah. that's my sentiment. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. very thank you next. All right, I know it's so great. That's that's such a good sentiment. Yeah. I still maintain that Ari came up with that with her therapist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Therapist mantra. Right. Also, the part yeah. of like I've moved on to someone else and her name is Ari and I'm so good with that. You know, I know. That, that, that's oh. the part that really gets me. Yeah. I'm so good with that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. How very. Greetings and salutations. I was thinking we should do Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, it doesn't break it down. I know Canada's enormous. <laughs> It breaks down the United States, but it's like oh. Canada. So thank you to our Canadian listeners, wherever the fuck in Canada you are. Oh, could yeah. be anywhere. We appreciate you. I don't think I know anyone who lives in Canada. I don't either. But we've, My friend we've Vishal is so, oh, Toronto. Oh. oh, yeah? Yeah. Hi, Vishal. <laughs> I know she can. <laughs> I've never been to Toronto. I've only gone one time. I went for spring break with my friend Karen. She came up to Pittsburgh and we drove to Toronto. It was a fun trip. Yeah, I've been to Vancouver more. I know Vancouver more than <laughs> yeah. Toronto. Yeah, I mean, it's right there for us. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny also to me that if you go three hours in one direction, you're in Vancouver, Canada, and you go three hours in another direction, you're Vancouver, Washington. Yeah. And you have to specify Weird. when right. you're talking to someone about which Vancouver you're going to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to go to Vancouver again. I don't know if they even let me in. Yeah. Why wouldn't they let you in? Well, they oh, were right in the for a while yeah. there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah. I, I, I we just, have our vaccination cards I know. now. Maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's what it will take. Yeah, we had such a nice vacation there. Was We've so mentioned fun. it before in the pod, but the three of us. No, the v- night market, though. Free VIP. So cool. yeah. Great place. Great food and <laughs> great Twin Peaks themed bars. A lot of great Canadian actors, including Elliot Page, which is why we're shouting out Canada. Yeah, a lot of my faves. And Elliot Page is on the cover of Time magazine right now, I think. Nice. Yeah. So glad that Elliot's living his best life right now. Yeah. That's really great. I know he had a really hard time for a long time. Hmm. A lot of it being patriarchal Hollywood bullshit. Yeah. Because he started so young, the experiences he had where he was like trying to get his career off the ground and the way people talked to him and told mm-hmm. him what he could and couldn't do and what he could and couldn't tell people about himself. So messed oh, up. And yeah. So it took him a long time, I think, to feel like he'd be true to himself, which is awful. But I'm so glad that yeah. he's there now. Yeah. I mean, Hollywood, just to be trans, that seems like it's hard on its own, but being in Hollywood yeah. mm-hmm. as a trans person sounds really hard. Yeah. Well, even when he was just representing as a lesbian, like, right. that was, people were saying, don't do that. Yeah. You'll never work if you tell people that. Remember when Anne Heche came out and it was in the news, can you be in these romantic, because she was in a movie with Harrison Ford and it's like, oh, six well, days, seven nights. Right. Yes, yeah. that movie. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, you can, <laughs> so, yeah. there's plenty of well, straight actors that yeah. pretend to be gay in movies I and right. it can go the other way, you know, like. Yeah. Well, same with trans too. Yeah. Like, trans, trans actors pretend to be <laughs> 
who they're not all the time. Right. In regular life often, so why would you think they couldn't pull it off on screen? I know. It's just... <laughs> And I like yeah. how the question isn't, are they believable because Harrison Ford's like 30 years older? <laughs> but yeah. she made out with a girl. <laughs> you know? No, it's not believable. Oh, still got a long way to go. Yeah. <laughs> Baby steps. On the next episode of Paid in Puke, it's the Oscar special. Ah! If you enjoyed this episode of Paid in Puke, please take a minute to rate us highly on your preferred podcast listening apparatus. If you did not enjoy this episode, no further action is necessary. Paid in Puke is hosted by Amy Green, Christina Barr, and Jessica Baxter. Music by Silent Partner. Follow us on Twitter at Paid in Puke Pod, on Instagram at Paid in Puke Seattle, or join us on Facebook at Paid in Puke Podcast. Thanks for listening. Lick it up, baby. Lick it up.